You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I just want to track down who it is that sent it. It's going to be a bit of it's going to be a bit of a challenge. You think so? I know. I've I've kind of narrowed it down to a couple of people that oh, I think who probably you did it. Down it. To? Um, well, I've I've got a couple on my list. I've got to, I've got to think about it. I'm going to have to do a little bit of PI work. But the worst part is, so I've already got two emails. This is within three <laughs> hours, and the second one says, "Let me preface by saying this: I'm a big emailer. You're going to be hearing from me a lot." So I've got that already <laughs> happening. That's like a threat almost. It is. It is a threat. That, that's not a, that's a, one I'm not going to be encouraged anyway but number two yeah that's a total threat hello everyone <laughs> this is fun employment radio I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen it is so fantastic that you do so of course we are live here five days a week on the fun employment radio network then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found and thank you for finding us all right so we've got a bunch of stuff we're gonna get to today including I gotta say this is pretty good this is good what happened to me? But I am uh, I am out for revenge, and I've already I may have already struck out at people. I actually wait. You're did. lashing out at people, even though you don't know who I did this. I did. It was my instant reaction. <laughs> I lashed out. I'll, I'll explain. Uh, I do want to say this though: if you are a listener of Fun Employment Radio, don't forget to go to our website, funemploymentradio.com, and click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. If you're going to be buying anything from Amazon, every little bit helps. It doesn't cost you a thing. It's just one extra cl- click. Go to our website, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. All right. So so here's what I got today. And I woke up to this, you know, getting up, doing, doing a little bit of work, and uh, I get an email in, uh, in my inbox that says, welcome to the team. I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's weird. I don't remember setting up for anything, but I get a lot of spam emails, so I'm kind of used to it. And But it was directly to you. It wasn't in your spam folder. Directly to me. Welcome to the team. Friend, thanks for signing up for Team Jeb. Our campaign relies on grassroots supporters like you. And then I re- You're then a grassroots it, supporter. And it took me a second. I'm like, Team Jeb, what the hell is that? Like, I, I think I have like a Jib Jab account or something along those lines. I'm like, oh, oh, Jeb Bush. Someone sign me up for the Jeb Bush 2016 campaign letter that apparently comes out multiple times a day. Already twice in three hours. Already twice in three hours. I mean, so what this thing's it's it's trying to get me to give, do, give donations right off the bat, and so yeah, this thing comes because through. Jeb Bush does, does does not have enough money. Right? Yeah, yeah. clearly he doesn't have clearly. enough money. Well, I, the thing is, I don't like any political email, so I, I shouldn't have even said that out loud. That was a mistake right there. <laughs> I really, I really hate that kind of stuff. I remember um, a couple of years ago when. Uh, when it was Clinton, Clinton Obama, so I guess eight years ago, uh, Clinton and Obama were going off in the in the Democratic primary, and Hillary Clinton's people kept coming to my door, like over and over and over. <laughs> and I'm I'm usually consider. I'll be like, okay, I'll take it. I'll consider it. I'm not going to sign anything for anybody right now, but I'll take it and consider it. They kept coming like every. Did ev- it just do the opposite. It was every other day till finally I called. I actually called their campaign office, and, which was down off of uh, I think Powell at the time, and I was like, look. If you keep sending people sending uh, people to my door, I am going to actively campaign against Hillary. <laughs> I will not, will not only not consider her, I will campaign against. <laughs> I will tell everybody if, I know to not yeah, vote for if her. If one more person shows up at my door. And so then they're like, oh, sorry about that. Like, so, so that worked. And now, that's why I love a locked front apartment building. Yeah, right? Yeah. So now I'm getting I've, – I've received two of these. Jeb, Jeb 2016 – campaign emails i can only imagine the fact that he's warning like if there's a warning in the first email so uh, was there a warning in the second email or are you just there kind of off and running no there wasn't point? a warning in the first email so you got the first email and then the second one comes come came through i guess it was about like 30 minutes later actually and and that's the one like for, first off whoever is running their campaign whoever's running this bad idea to put that in there and basically threaten people that you're going to be hearing from me a lot via email. Nobody wants that. <laughs> no one wants that. Especially even if even if say I was some supporter of Jeb Bush, which is not the case. Uh, even if I was, why would I want somebody to tell me that? 
Yeah, that's They're true. Like, hey, let me let me first preface this by saying I'm a big email. I'm you're gonna, gonna be hearing, smother you. You're gonna be hearing email. from me a lot. <laughs> so, like, Wait, so you're saying that? So you got these emails, and you also uh, said that you immediately started lashing out. Who? Uh, I did. So you don't know. Who, you don't know who did this. However, I have you, a theory. You've punished. Some people. I may have punished someone already. All right. What did you do? All right. Well, so so I posted this on Facebook when it happened, as you do. And uh, and I was like, okay, I'm going to take a look here. Take a look at who's responding. I, I kind of went through it in my mind. I'm like, all right, somebody did this. Mm. And who is liking, who is responding, who's lashing out? Because I'm going to guess whoever did it probably isn't going to do it right away. Isn't going to like it right away. Oh. He's going to comment right away. Oh, you think there's some kind of like timestamp with this stuff? I think that they're going to wait a little bit until there's more stuff going. And now a bunch of people have liked it and and uh, and commented on it. However, there's one person who remains absent, as far as I can tell. And Ooh. and and this was why I gave it. I gave it about 20 minutes, and I was like, I'm lashing out. Um, somebody who I've had a perhaps a prank war with before. Oh, someone who I've gone back and forth with several times. Maybe uh, maybe got signed up for something of their own. Oh, wait. Did you sign Ryan up for something? I signed Ryan up for a Trump supporter for 2016. He is now going to be getting the Donald Trump emails. That is oh, what's going to be Donald happening. Trump's emails will probably be more entertaining than Jeb Bush's, though. <laughs> yeah, they probably will, actually. Yeah. Like, so, I'm rich. Because you know that he wouldn't let anybody else write them for him, either. No, he probably wouldn't. He actually, would... I kind of want to sign up for those. Yeah, now that you should probably sign yourself up for it, <laughs> as well. <laughs> I'm rich. Immigrants are weird. China. Japan. Yeah, that's, that's Donald Trump. Dude. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah. Um, so so I did – I have lashed out, but I, I want to track this down. So I don't know if it's him or not. I haven't heard anything from him. Uh-huh. And uh, whoever it is, though, they have no idea what they've started. They have no idea what, what, is, what is headed their way once I get a hold of this. Well, because like I, you're already flailing and like, uh, you know, like sabotaging other people when you don't even know who it is. I am kind of just starting fires where maybe I don't need to start fires. You don't need to start I've fires. I've signed up a couple other people too. I signed up my brother just because, just in case it was him. Just because it's the it was the greatest idea ever. Well, Jeff's the one. My, my brother had like extra magazine subscriptions from this was a couple of years ago, and if, if you listen to the show that long, you know about this. But he uh, had extra airline miles that were expiring, so he just bought up a bunch of magazine subscriptions and had them sent to my house, only under different names. Like I had, uh, you know, a subscription. I can't remember. What it was, it was uh, not Vogue or... You were, uh, had, you got... Uh, I think I did have Vogue. You had people, uh, Spanish people. Well, Spanish people was... Essence. Went to, oh, yeah. Essence was, uh, I was signed up under the name Shithead Nibbler. Mm, Shithead. Shithead Nibbler. <laughs> yes. And that actually came to my house. And then on top of that, I had a Senior Nibbler for people in Spanish. And then Fancy Lad Nibbler for Vogue. And so that's that's why I was thinking, huh, this could be... This could be the work of my brother. Oh. It's possible. So every single person so I did lash out to him that occurred in your mind, you decided to just sign them up for everything that you could for the most part. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Okay. Just yeah. Well, yeah. whoever. <laughs> Keelan in the chat said, this is Greg's version of the Patriot Act. Everyone's a threat. <laughs> Cut everyone off at the knees. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I bet so, whoever, you know, whoever came up with that is probably a really smart person. What do you mean? Where They're probably like the the funniest, most charming, most uh, you know, best Are you fucking looking, kidding me? <laughs> most hilarious, most amazing, creative. Is this your work? <laughs> Seriously? I'll be honest. I did not suspect you in this one because I just didn't think that would be something you would. Wow. I had to. So I had seen somebody, one of our friends and. uh, Oh, okay. Uh, Well, that changes everything. (laughs) (laughs) You did this. So I saw someone online. Our friend Eloise, I saw it earlier today. She was like, which one of you assholes signed me up for the Jeb Bush, uh, you know, for his whatever his fan site or whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's too good. And so I went there. I, I Googled, uh, you know, because I'm really big into the politics I, and I don't even know what, what the page would be called. So I'm like, Jeb Bush fan site. And I found his uh, like Jeb for 2000, whatever. I found his website. And all you have to do is. 
I'm just telling everybody how to do this. <laughs> Enter in your email address. Well, now everybody's going to be doing it to all their friends. I know. <laughs> and so, but Eloise had made up a good point. So I guess uh, she was calling it jebbing. It's when you jeb <laughs> someone, where you sign them up for some like unwanted you know, <laughs> spam emails. I was really proud of myself, especially since I was God at home laughing my ass off when I saw it because I had sent it. <laughs> And you got, must have gotten the email immediately because you posted on Facebook within a minute of me <laughs> signing you up for that. <laughs> oh, you have no idea what you've started, though. I'm just going to tell you that. I'm going to warn you right now. Oh, I got jebbed. I can't believe it was you. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. Shit, and I just admitted that I did that to Ryan, too. Oh, yeah. no. I have started fires where fires did not need to be started. Uh Crap. I can't so take it back either. not only did I get you a good jebbing, you just totally shot yourself just, in the foot with just, Ryan. I just lashed out at everyone. <laughs> you just spread <laughs> it out. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry. I was very proud. Like I, Do you know how hard it has been for the past, like, what is it, three hours to not tell you and listen to you? Com- like, Greg and I have been in here working for the past three <laughs> hours, too, and not be able to tell him or not say anything. Like, him complaining is like, oh, I bet it was like listening to him think about who it could be. Never even questioning this whip smart lady over here. <sighs> Did I say it was good in the beginning? I don't think I said that. I think it was, eh, it was cheap, I'm- easy one. That's all. <laughs> I'm pretty proud. Damn it. And I'm proud of every single person who's going to do this to someone to torture them after <laughs> now that we've come up with this. And thank you to whoever did it to Eloise for giving me the idea. That's the best idea ever. Nibbles in the chat. Greg, the call was coming from inside the ah! house. This is a this is a direct violation here. <laughs> violation of trust. A shockwave in the Sanctity. chat asks if you've been fuming the whole time. He sure has. He's been speculating. <laughs> I've just been trying to figure out who to who to aim the revenge at. Yeah. Now I know. But I heard him as soon as he landed on Ryan. I'm like, oh, that's like a that, that's a chew toy. He's not going to drop. <laughs> He's just going to stick with the Ryan thing. <laughs> <sighs> Crap. Now he's going to know. What did you sign well, Ryan up for the sh- for the Donald Trump? I thing? signed him up for the Donald Trump thing, <laughs> which actually that one probably is pretty entertaining. The Jeb Bush one's just fucking obnoxious. Ooh. But Donald Trump's full-on batshit crazy, so that's great. Entertaining. I'm, it, I'm Sarah full of surprises today. I have a surprise number two for you. What? So uh, we were talking about you know well you were just talking about how you know batshit crazy Donald Trump is. He clearly is. We were talking yesterday about how he was running for president. Yes. So I read this article today. Um, that was highlighting the ten craziest things that Donald Trump said during his, uh, you know, during his speech announcing his campaign. Okay. And I thought of an idea. So, do you remember years ago, like maybe a couple, few years ago, when we would play that game where I would read Courtney Stodden's tweets, mm-hmm. but then I would make up some of my own. Yes. And, and then w- you had to guess which one was real and which one was made up. Yes. So I decided to take it upon myself when I was sitting over here lamenting, you know, listening to you lament over who signed you up for Jeb Bush's mailing list. Um, Plotting. So I went through these 10 things. I picked out three of the quotes from Donald Trump's uh, speech announcing his uh, run for the presidency. So I picked out three actual quotes of his. And then I also wrote three other quotes. And I wanted to play that game again to see if you could pick out the real Donald Trump, Trump crazy, or if I made it up. Okay. All right. All right. So I have right. a couple of these. So he, so this art, this particular article, I picked out uh, my three favorite ones. There's just so Whoa, much crazy. Geez. Did the patriotic music scare it, you? Greg? Did it start? Are you me. afraid of America, Greg? It's, it startled me. All right. So uh, Donald Trump, you know, when he announced his uh, candidacy for president, uh, said lots of crazy stuff. Yes, I watched part of it. You watched part. Oh, you did? What if you... Well, I worded them... Well, just a little bit. I mean, it was a whole bunch of crazy babble, so I didn't really... Okay. Well, I, I worded them in a similar way. Okay. So, like, some of, like, the key I don't quotes. remember exactly what he okay, said. Like, I, I got the... I remember the gist of it. Okay, because they're talking... So, I, I have the th- three of the separate topics that you were talking about. Immigrant's bad. He's rich. Um, that was mainly what I, what okay, I gathered. Okay, that's pretty much yeah. it. All right. Well, I have these... Let's see, where did they go? 
all the way down to the bottom. All right. So Donald Trump, of course, announced his presidential bid this past Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And let's play a game, shall we? Which one did Donald Trump really say? Okay. First up, Mr. Trump's thoughts on the American borders. Okay? okay. On on the borders for America. Uh-huh. Which one of these did Donald Trump actually say? Did Donald Trump say, I would build a great wall, and nobody builds walls better than me, believe me, and I'll build them very inexpensively. I will build a great, great wall on our southern border, and I'll have Mexico pay for that wall. Or did he write, or excuse me, say, Fences are good if they're tall enough and strong enough like I am. I can build the strongest fence you will ever see, and I will make sure that no more Mexicans get in and take jobs from our great country. Which one did Donald Trump uh, actually say? I'll tell you. Um, I'll tell you what you're what you got at the end. All right, I think he said the first one. You think he said the first one? Sure. That I would build a great wall. Nobody builds walls better than me. Believe me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. On his GOP rivals, which one did Donald Trump actually say? Okay. It's about his GOP rivals. ISIS is a real problem. The terrorists want to get us, and you know what we need? A real leader like me. The others don't know how to handle the pressure to be able to dictate to the terrorists. I can. I'll be the best damn president we've ever had. Or did Donald Trump say this about his GOP rivals? The other candidates, they went in, they didn't know the air conditioning didn't work, and they sweated like dogs. They didn't know the room was too big because they didn't have anybody there. How are they going to beat ISIS? I don't think it's going to happen. I'll go with two. Number two. Okay. And finally... Which one did Donald Trump actually say about his love of China? Did he say, China is a really great place full of interesting rich people. People in China like to spend money, and that's what I want America to be like, to have money and to spend money. I just sold a penthouse to a Chinese lawyer for $15 million dollars. Why dislike someone for having money? That's like hating the Chinese but liking Chinese food. It's very eloquent speaker. He is if just full of knowledge. Him. Or did he say about his love of China? I'm not saying they're stupid. I like China. I just sold an apartment for $15 million. Am I supposed to dislike them? People say don't like China. No, I love them. But their leaders are much smarter than our leaders, and we can't sustain ourselves with that. It's like take the New England Patriots and Tom Brady and have them play your high school football team. Huh. Tom Brady seems like something you would go to. But I'm going to take a gamble. I'm going to say he said number two. I'm going to say he used Tom Brady. God damn it. I thought I was better at this. You got three for three. Sweet. God damn it. I took a gamble on that one because that totally sounded like something you would have written. I was really proud of You would have written in Tom Brady. That's like hating the Chinese but liking Chinese food. I I was trying. I thought I was. Yeah, that was a a close one. I had no idea on that one. The other other two were really close too. I was guessing on the first one uh, completely. Because it's, they they all sound so dumb. Let me just say that. It's really hard to distinguish what actually would have been said and what wouldn't have been said. It was pretty dumb. So what was the first one? Can you just say that again? The one that I got right? The one right? that he actually said? The one that he actually said. So all just, the quotes, the three quotes that he actually said were as follows. I would buy build a great wall and nobody builds walls better than me, believe me. <laughs> and I'll build it very inexpensively. I will build a great, great wall on our southern border and I'll have Mexico pay for that wall. <laughs> He also wrote, the other candidates, they went in, they didn't know the air conditioning didn't work, they sweated like dogs, they didn't know the room was too big because they didn't have anybody in there. How are they going to beat ISIS? I don't think it's going to happen. 
And they said, I'm not saying they're stupid. I like China. I just sold an apartment for $15 million. Am I supposed to dislike them? People say you don't like China. No, I love them. But their leaders are much smarter than our leaders, and we can't sustain ourselves with that. It's like take the New England Patriots and Tom Brady and have them play your high school football team. Wow. Mm -hmm. All right. Damn it. So I can be Courtney Stodden crazy. I can't be Donald Trump crazy. Well, that's really hard. It's super hard. You were close. I think with practice, you could probably do it. I think I could. That was just a first run. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, with his impending run for the presidency, we're going to have a lot more material. Oh, that's At least for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for a brief amount of time. Yeah, for a brief amount of time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that was was good. Mm. Well done. That doesn't doesn't forgive you for the other thing that you did, but. (laughs) (sighs) I jebbed you. What if that becomes a thing? I think it's already becoming a thing, (laughs) jebbing people. (laughs) That's that's <gasps> somebody just jabbed me. <laughs> Did it. you get jabbed? Yes, nice. Jabbed. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> All right. I'm jabbing everybody. That's what's going to happen. That's what you're going to do. Yep. I'm just going to go down my email list and every single person is getting jabbed. Yeah. And then everyone's going to block you from writing to them ever. Uh, yeah. That, that'll probably happen. <laughs> yeah. too. All right. Should we do a little bit of a uh, world of crazy? Why not? That kind of feels like today. People are trying to give me some uh, Donald Trump crazy help, which is really true. It's like uh, Edward says, Sarah, the trick is to go full batshit. I don't know, because I've always been afraid to go full crazy. No, you don't want to go full know. crazy. No, 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 because you never know you once be you control. allow the floodgates to open yeah. what's going to come out. Yeah, you, you you have to maintain some amount of control. Considering they're held together by like a very small stick through the handles right now, mm-hmm. I don't want to open the floodgates. Right. Mm-hmm. Piece of scotch tape on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, my friends. <clears throat> Hi there. How are you? My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, I know that we talk about, you know, working our side jobs and, you know, and how we like to, you know, make money where we can. Yes. So I wanted to offer you a solution that might be tempting for you. I will take it. Greg, how attached... <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Yes. <laughs> How attached are you to your testicles? Never mind. I'm literally quite attached to them. Like, that's... <sighs> well, let me tell you this. Greg, if you want to donate one of your testicles, do you realize that you can have a payout of over $35,000? One working ball is worth $35,000. Solve a lot of problems. It would solve a lot of problems. Well, this was discovered on an episode of Extreme Cheapskates. Uh, where a Las Vegas man You know Vegas what's kind of sad though? That wouldn't really solve all my problems. That would be, be like would be one ball and four. Ball. <laughs> Can you just sit there. That'd be the your, worst. Your pants are a little looser. The $35,000 is gone. Yeah, I mean, I'd take care of quite a bit of uh, stuff, but you know. <laughs> You sit there like, oh, my ball. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right, well, an episode of Extreme Cheapskates, a Las Vegas man had figured out a way to make money by signing up for medical trials. Um, he saved himself a bunch of money by being able to do that and you know, getting some medical issues taken care of going through the trials. Uh, that inspired him to take him one step further, and that's when he discovered the world of making money via your testicles. So what they do... So not only do they take... All right, Greg, this might sweeten the pot a little. So they might take one of your testicles, but they give you back an artificial one. So you get to fill the pouch. Check out my fake ball. (laughs) Yeah. Can you guess which one's real? (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, let's play a game. Find my fake ball. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'll tell you all at the end. Next turn. That's the worst game ever. I'm just gonna play that game anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just tell them, tell the ladies. That, what of us? Yes, because you have ladies lining up to play with your balls, Greg. Yeah, everybody likes a game, right? <laughs> yes, and women love balls. <laughs> oh, also, uh, if you don't want to lose a testicle, um, you can lay in bed for seventy days straight. You can get paid for that. Well, how much do you get paid for $18, that? Eighteen thousand dollars. Eighteen thousand dollars, but you end up like all like. Uh, I think you have like bed sores. And yeah, stuff, like what's what the movie? You know, what's in the what's box? Eating Gilbert Grape? What's in the box? Oh. Um, seven. Yeah, seven. Do you end up like that guy? But like, you have to have like air fresheners all over the place. Uh, yeah, and you're fused. So can you just not get up out of bed at all? I really like that you're 
like actually trying to justify this. Well, one. I mean, I, we can move the studio into my bedroom, and I can just sit there like, hello, <laughs> I haven't moved for how much? It's eighteen grand. Eighteen for grand. seventy days. You know that's two months. You know, I will say. Tell you what. You know what? I, I dislike October and November anyway. Rack it up, except for Halloween. Then, then my birthday's in October. All right, from November. We'll go November, December. All right. Got to miss Christmas, Don't need those though. months anyway. Have Christmas afterwards when I'm 18 grand richer. Okay. Well, All I'm right. surprised. I won't, Sign me up. I won't say anybody's names, but I'm surprised about the number of folks in the chat uh, who actually are saying that they would give up a ball for $35,000. <laughs> Times is tough. Times is tough. So just wanted to throw it out there in case, uh, you know, if you were like, what do I have to give? You have seventy thousand dollars hanging between you <laughs> down there. Oh, I got both and eighteen grand to lay in bed for a couple of months. So you can be ballless and be covered in bed sores, and you'll have almost a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> but nope. Nobody will want to be around me. But you'll smell because of all weird. the bed sores. <laughs> On account of the bed sores, <laughs> you're gonna have to like have the bed with you all the time because you'll be fused to it. Ugh. Okay. All right, let's get away from the ball story. Let's talk yeah. about something that makes most people happy and which should make a lot of people happy because now it's been scientifically proven to do so, which is a study about cat videos. Yes, I said cat videos. Cat videos. As it turns out, science has said that watching cat videos isn't a waste of time and it actually scientifically, I'm just going to keep saying science so it just makes it sound really sciencey. Mm-hmm. It can scientifically give you more energy and chase away negative emotions. So this is according to a new study published uh, in the journal Computers and Human Behavior. So uh, the study goes on, even if they're watching cat videos on YouTube to uh, procrastinate while you should be working, the emotional payoff actually helps people take on tough tasks afterward. From cat videos? Cat videos make you happy. I guess. Cat videos are okay. Some of them are really funny. Monkey videos are funnier to me. I like monkeys. I don't think I've I seen like a monkeys, monkey video. monkeys doing things that people do. That's that's where the ticket's at. That's the big money. If it was the IKEA monkey. No, monkeys are at typewriters and stuff like that. <laughs> or driving cars or Did in courtrooms. Baby monkey that's with his cold stethoscope? No. It was a baby monkey getting its heart listened to, and then someone put the stethoscope on, and it, made, and it was really a cold stethoscope, and it was like, whoa, because it was really cold. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it was pretty No, cute. I prefer monkeys pretending to be people. That's funny. But like George Carlin, like the, like when he wore like the, the little George Carlin monkey. The George Carlin monkey? I don't think I know what that monkey is. I remember, didn't George Carlin do like a show? Didn't he have like a monkey, and he would dress it up? I had... I swear, I remember this from Are you my having childhood. having an episode? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think. I swear he had little, like, spectacles George Carlin on. had a monkey? I don't remember this. I, I, if he did, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't recall this. Okay. Well, then maybe it was just my There's an Indiana Jones one friend. out there where the monkeys all dress up like Indiana Jones and they reenact it. That's, that's good stuff. They reenact Indiana Jones as monkeys? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. See, monkey videos, that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so yes, so cat videos. So uh, 7,000 people were (laughs) surveyed about their cat video viewing habits, as well as how they felt before and after watching the clips. This was an actual study. 7,000 people reviewed about something that now exists, which is their cat video viewing habits. Uh, So Merrick, who was in charge, uh, the professor was in charge of the study, said, uh, for most people, it improved their mood. Specifically, they reported after watching Internet cat videos, they felt more hopeful, more positive, more inspired, and they also uh, tended to feel less anxious and angry when there was a decrease in negative emotions. Hmm. Cat videos can do some good, Greg. All right. Uh, On the other hand, it seems the videos can be a form of procrastination, and I didn't write this next part, where it says, or (laughs) procrastination. As most people watch while they're supposed to be working or supposed to be studying. So if you ever feel uh, like a little down in the dumps, watch yourself a cat video. All right. And it'll make you feel a little better. Especially if you're thinking about whether or not to sell your testicles. Take a lot of naps if it's 70 days. That's the one I'm more, more considering. 
You would never be able. We're to moving do that. the studio to uh, the upstairs to where where my bedroom is. Gross. I don't That's gonna go be the studio in there. Upstairs. And it's gonna be a little smelly. Oh, bringing God. guests will be weird because I'll be broadcasting from bed. But man, imagine the gimmick though. You'd have to get a feeder. Well, yeah, somebody'd have to bring me up pizza. Mm-hmm. And there'd be a bucket that would have to be dealt with. Oh, God, you're awful today. Imagine that though. We could, yeah, and then we can just live stream it. Nobody wants to watch you sleep. Live stream me and me in bed. We can broadcast the show. We're moving the studio Are to my bedroom. Are you kidding me? You're just going to be covered in like orange powder as you like eat yet another bag of Cheetos. And they're, they're going to have to take the roof off of your house to get you <laughs> get out. Get me out of it. Won't be able to fit down the stairs again. But I'll be 18 grand richer. Is that? I think we're going to have to do that. Coming this fall, Fun Employment Radio, the bedroom sessions. Oh, don't ever say the bedroom sessions again. It's going to have to happen. I think it's no, our whole gimmick. I don't like the way that you're I thinking I found about our this. way. It wasn't George Carlin. Was it Johnny Carson? Is that who I'm thinking of? I don't know what you're talking I about. I swear to God. I really, I, I'm not even understanding. I'm not having, I know you think that I'm That's what you've been doing over there while you haven't been answering. You've been Googling monkey, like, entertainer. Look, I don't. Johnny Carson monkey. I don't know. Yep, there are lots of pictures of Johnny Carson and monkeys. Yeah, because he would have, what's his name, come in with the animals. But um, I, I really don't even understand the concept that you're trying to get across, <laughs> to be honest. That, so I don't even know exactly what it is that we're going for here. <laughs> I, I really have no idea. All right, cat videos make you happy. A Florida man. Let's go to Florida. A Florida man who didn't want a bank to sell his for, foreclosed home decided to take matters into his own hands by trying to blow up his foreclosed house using a bowling ball as an explosive. It's a also a genius. Ball. How do you do that? Oh, let me tell you. That was why it, this intrigued me. That was the headline. I'm like watching a lot of Mario Brothers. I'm like, does, is it because he thinks that a bowling ball looks like a bomb and it will explode? Yeah. Is that what he thinks? I played Super Mario Brothers three. All right. Well, Tyler Butler, 21 years old of Loxahatchee, Loxahatchee, Florida, was arrested this past week on charges of arson and using an explosive device. Uh, so it started on Sunday at about 10 p.m. when several people called 911 to report a house fire in Loxahatchee. A person also reported that the foreclosed home's past owner, Tyler Butler, was inside when the fire had started. So deputies arrived and were able to detain Butler after he left the burning house. As firefighters extinguished the flames, they noticed a bowling ball with what appeared to be a wick attached. Um, The sheriff's office bomb squad was called in and they removed the ball. So witnesses told deputies that before the fire, Butler said that he, quote, wasn't going to leave the house because he used to live in it. Nobody else will live there and he's going to burn it down. I'm burning the building yet. (laughs) Butler told deputies that he had set things on fire in the home using a cigarette lighter and that he poured gunpowder into a bowling ball and used a rope as a fuse, (laughs) which did, I'm sure, (laughs) nothing whatsoever. Yeah, I don't really think that's going to do it, but... (laughs) Wait, gunpowder and a rope in a bowling ball? Would he just put it into the finger holes? I mean, I'm sure he put it into the finger holes. I mean, I guess that would do a little bit of something, but I, I can't think that would bring down a whole house. Yeah, well, it said that he lit other stuff in the house. Yeah. Uh, he set things on fire in the home using a cigarette lighter. So he is currently being held in jail in lieu of a $75,000 bail. <laughs> uh, what was this guy's name again, just for people who are listening? Because you need to look up the picture of him. Uh, what What's his name? Tyler Butler. Tyler Butler, look up the picture of this guy, and you will understand he does look like someone who would try to blow up a house with a bowling ball. He is just, <laughs> he fits it to a T. Whatever image you have in your mind, whether it's this one or not, this is him. It makes perfect sense. You will That's never how see it. I'm going to start gauging guy. people when I meet them. I'll be like, does this guy, does this person look like the kind of person that would try to blow up a house with a bowling ball? You'll never get me, copper. <laughs> All right, uh, so from Florida, we're headed to China now. To China we travel. China. A drunken man uh, has been hospitalized after accidentally eating uh, eating a bucket of fresh concrete. (sighs) All right, police in China uh, recently disclosed that they received a call about a man who was spotted digging into a bucket full of unset concrete near a residential uh, building in China. When police arrived... 
The man explained how he had gotten hungry after a night of drinking. He was on his way home when he spotted a pail of what he thought was sesame paste on the ground. So he started, he sat down and started eating it. Uh, He had downed more than 250 grams of concrete before police saw him and stopped him. Uh, The man was quickly taken to the hospital uh, where he was able to luckily get, um, get the concrete out of himself before it hardened. Um, so he should, he is expected to make a full recovery thanks to the timely rescue. <laughs> Don't eat concrete, kids. <laughs> or make bombs with bowling balls. <laughs> what, that's it? You're just, just staring over here? Just gonna let that go. All right. And finally, got a story out of Pennsylvania. Wow, I should have put these back to back. I'm sorry, this is a... I didn't realize what he had done with this. I thought he was uh, used it as a gun, but turns out this guy, too, came up with something to pretend to be a bomb. Oh. But not a bowling ball. Oh, no. In Pennsylvania, they use something quite different. So a Pennsylvania man accused of using a bomb to rob a bank this past week said his weapon of choice was actually a vibrator wrapped in duct tape. <laughs> Held up a bank with a vibrator (laughs) wrapped in duct tape. Uh, This guy's name is Aaron Stein. Aaron Stein, uh, 35 years young, allegedly robbed a PNC bank in Crafton, Pennsylvania, by telling employees that he was carrying an explosive device, a.k.a. his uh, duct tape wrapped dildo. Uh, He stated that he had a bomb, showed Teller some wires hanging out of his shirt, and demanded cash. So police say the teller gave Stein an undisclosed amount of cash, but called 911 uh, right after he fled. Stein was arrested after uh, his car was spotted because his getaway was pretty slow. So they were able to see what car he was getting away in with his money and duct tape dildo. Uh, So police spotted his white Toyota sedan along the road. Uh, So the cops said they saw the Corolla with a male sitting in it. Uh, So he had actually pulled over. He was sitting in a parking lot with all of the money. Uh, another officer at the scene found money in a garbage bag inside of Stein's car beneath the uh, the front passenger seat. Officers found the bomb Stein was accused of using. It was made out of a box, black tape, a vibrator, <laughs> and an old cell phone with no battery. <laughs> Police say Stein confessed to the robbery and claimed he never had a real bomb. Didn't have any explanation as to why he had the duct tape dildo, though. Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, the bomb squad was called to the scene and robots removed the items from the car. Uh, a briefcase was found in the trunk, but no explosives were found. Uh, Stein said that he had lost his money in the stock market and he was desperate. That is desperate to try and make a makeshift bomb out of that random stuff. Lost his money in the stock market. What did he do beforehand? Uh, I don't know. Uh, he was charged with nine felony accounts, including aggravated assault, robbery, threatening to use a weapon of mass destruction. Also because he allegedly pretended the sex toy was a bomb, he's also being charged with possessing... Uh, a weapon of mass destruction. Since he said, even though it wasn't yeah. one, since he said Just that it was. Just because he said that it was? Yeah. Well, he could do a lot of damage. The vibrator. That's the... What? It's the worst thing you've ever said. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. Bam. Bam. Solid. All right, should we do a little bit of a uh, ball talk? We sure can. We just hang on. I'm trying to recuperate. From I'm my- sorry. I'm just. Uh, I'm thinking about how that guy would. I like the fact that he did actually bring out the cell phone to attach to it. That was good. I know. He's just like, all right. These are the. These are the things that I have sitting around me right yeah. now. This is what I'm going to make it out of. What can I pretend to rob? Hmm. Never mind. That's probably not a good thing to talk about on there. Yeah. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> Let's talk balls. balls. All right. First up in ball talk, we have this. The NBA Finals are officially over because the Golden State Warriors won the NBA championship last night. Yes, now, I'm trying to remember, did. what was my prediction before Not a clue. the NBA Finals started? I made it on this show about a week and a half ago, and I believe I said... I think it was the Golden State Warriors would beat the Cleveland Cavaliers... I don't remember you saying anything like that. I believe I said it in six games. What? Let me just check the math here. Let me type in some numbers. And Oh, it was six games. Golden State winning in six games, just as I predicted. 
right here in front of Plymouth Radio. So uh, the Warriors getting their first championship in 40 years. It's been 40 years since Golden State has won anything, almost as long as the Blazers. And uh, so congratulations to them. The uh, Cleveland LeBrons are going home. Oh. Well, they were already home. They just kind of left the arena. That's even. I don't know if that's sadder or not that they they lost at home, whether versus losing on the. I road. don't know. Well, the journey's shorter. The journey is shorter. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose that's better. Uh, but anyway, yes, uh, LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are done. So uh, how did LeBron? I didn't see. Uh, I was working, so I didn't get to see the end of it. Was his face very sad? Yeah, he went over and congratulated uh, Steph Curry with, when there was like ten seconds left, and it was clear the Warriors had won. Mm-hmm. He went over and, and you know he he did he did classy stuff. Good, you know, love or hate LeBron, I can't dispute. You know, he's a, he's an incredible basketball player, but I don't know. I think this, I think this series took a lot out of him. I don't know if he's gonna how he's gonna come back. What really? Well, I mean, he's coming back, obviously, but I think uh, my guess is this probably took a lot out because they, they were talking about so you deflated the ego a little bit. Uh, well, not the ego, but just his body because he, so many of the other players were injured on Cleveland. I was reading about um, there, there was a they, they consulted some physicians and people who, who study this kind of thing, and they were asking like what kind of toll this series took on LeBron James' body because he had to play so many minutes, and he basically was that entire team. And they said it's the equivalent of. Um, Probably a tour de France. Okay, like what he's what how much he's exerted over the last six games. Gotcha. So it's equivalent of, of doing a tour de France. But anyway, he uh, yeah he's done. He, however, Vegas has already picked the Cleveland Cavaliers to be the favorites to win the 2016 NBA championship. So they're already the favorites in Vegas. Golden State Warriors were are, came home today. I'm not sure when. They, uh, they're doing their parade, but it's going to be a very big deal down in uh, San Francisco and Oakland and for the entire Bay Area. So congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. Andre Iguodala getting the NBA Finals MVP, which is weird because he only came off the bench uh, for the last couple, of, uh, last couple of games. He only started the last couple of games. Mm-hmm. Before that, he was coming off the bench. But Andre, Andre Iguodala is a good guy, so yeah. I'm happy for him. Cool. All right, there we go. So Golden State Warriors winning that. Um, other than that, there wasn't a whole lot else that went on in the world of sports yesterday. However, I do have this. Something that was pretty entertaining, and I didn't watch this until afterwards. So I've seen the clips afterwards. But if you find it, it's it's pretty entertaining. So the Portland Timbers were playing the Seattle Sounders yesterday in the U.S. as part of the U.S. Open Cup. Let me explain what the U.S. Open Cup is. Okay. So it's a... It's a big soccer tournament that takes place in the United States once a year. I guess it's been going on for like 102 years or something like that, where it's all three levels of professional soccer in the U.S., so the MLS and then the other ones that are just below them. And then also top-tier amateur soccer teams can compete to enter into this competition, and then there is one winner. So it's a tournament that takes place throughout uh, several months. Okay. And then eventually there's one winner who gets it. The Seattle Sounders were actually the winner last year. Of this U.S. tournament. Um, however, the Portland Timbers knocked them out yesterday. Ooh. But they did it in pretty good fashion. So the Seattle Sounders got so upset at several different things. They received three red cards, which a red card is an instant you're kicked out of this game. Oh, you're you, you're gone? You're, you're not sitting on the sidelines? No, Just go? you're gone. And then you're also suspended for your next game. So the Seattle Sounders, three red cards that they received, including uh, Clint Dempsey, who is one of the star players for the U.S. national team, uh, acted kind of kind of like a jackass mm-hmm. and uh, did protesting. And then, then when he was walking up the field, he walked up to one of the sideline refs and just started clapping his hands in his face and, uh, and, and, and walked off. It's pretty entertaining to watch. I'll say that. No, I don't so Seattle that. Sounders sucked yesterday. Portland Timbers won. Moving on in the tournament. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, I like the update. So there we go. I feel like I know things now. Now, now you know. Mm-hmm. Now you know. That was the U.S. Open Cup. That's what was going on there. <laughs> it was, uh, it's, yeah, I love, I love watching those kinds of things. I know. I heard I you love over watching, there watching something and yeah, I heard a bunch of yelling and that just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love watching um, professional athletes when they just break down. It's pretty, it's pretty entertaining. 
I was over here watching cat videos to make me happy. See, you were watching that. I was watching uh, Clint Dempsey mm-hmm. um, make an ass of himself on the sideline. Was, oh, I'm so was, happy for you. It was pretty entertaining. <laughs> also watching uh, another thing for you to look up today and when you have time is uh, crying Cleveland Cavalier fans. Sorry, Cleveland. It's uh, would have said the same thing if it was Golden State, but was, it was, was Cleveland. Was anyone crying and playing the penny whistle or whatever? Uh, nobody was playing the penny whistle, but there was... Or what was she playing? The, the crying fan. Oh, do you mean the crying flute girl? The from, flute girl, That's Villanova. Yeah. Villanova flute girl. She's okay. she's legendary. That's from the, the last tournament. Villanova flute girl. She's she's the best. But there are some some crying Cleveland Cavalier fans that are that are pretty pretty entertaining too. Okay. Yeah. Just go ahead and look those up. So what are you going to say to Ryan? Are you going to let him know? Because I'll I'll let him know that you signed him up. For no, the don't tell him. Let him figure it out on his own, and then we'll see what uh, see we'll we'll see what he we'll see what he says. Damn it! I lashed out at so many people. Who did you it lash you out at that you along. didn't even? It was you, Fredo. It was you. <laughs> I should have known it was you. You should have. I was actually kind of insulted that you didn't think of me, <laughs> quite honestly. I didn't think you would do. I, I, I just didn't think. I didn't think you would do something like that. Oh, You never talk about politics or anything like that. I, I don't, think I don't would... follow politics. Yeah, I know. So that's why I just assumed that would be the work of somebody else. And that isn't like me saying, like, oh, I don't know. I just, I just don't. Yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know no, basic there's nothing wrong things. with it. I, just, I don't find it as interesting as, as Greg does. Right. You're like every, like every day, CNN all the time. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like that stuff. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not what we're talking about here on the show. But yeah, I do enjoy that stuff. I know. I just did not expect that from you. God dang it. Oh, real quick before we go, I do have an update. Remember how we were talking about uh, my, my little problem yesterday? How I might have had, uh, like, I thought that maybe I was getting a sty. Oh yes, it you is not a sty. It turned out to just be allergies. Thank the gods. Oh yes. Wait, so, so I put all a that on that? Yeah, and it, the swelling went down, and it was gone. All the giant to do yesterday. All the giant to do. I was mentally all preparing. the moaning and the groaning and the oh, it was all for nothing. It was all for. It was nuts. all you just had. But allergies. it just reminded me. It, it <laughs> like everybody in this city has. Like everybody in the city has. I had a clog. Yeah, I had a clogged um, eyelash duct. Whatever. Um, yeah, from allergies. I am very happy, but I'm never wearing eye makeup again. I'm so terrified. It just reminded me the fear that the sty put in me. All right. So if you- you've had one, you know, like it's almost like a secret club. Like I know I've had friends who have had like bed bugs. And when they find out somebody else has had bed bugs too, like they'll just be like, oh, yeah, they can kind of talk about it, like how terrible it is. I know, I've had bed bugs and I yeah, don't well- talk to people about it. I mean, I brought it up on the show, but it's not like I seek people out with bed bugs. You don't want to talk about that to people. Exactly. But if you find somebody and like you guys can, kind of can talk about the bed bug thing, but I'm talking about like the I don't connect. Thing. There's not like a secret thing where it's like, what, I walk up to someone and like scratch my arm <laughs> and then other people who've had bed bugs understand. Rick is saying a clogged eyelash duct. I don't know the hole where your eyelashes go in. You're poor. You had a clogged eyelash hole. And George Carlin had a monkey. Yeah. George Carlin had a monkey. <laughs> yeah. The. Uh, n- I don't no, talk but I was talking to my friend bugs. yesterday, and uh, and we were talking about, and he was just like, "Yeah, you know, I've had a sty before too. They're, it's really terrible." I'm like I know, right? I'm so, and like I feel like we could really bond over the fact that we both had this particular ailment. That's a bonding issue. It's our sty bond. <laughs> sty bonded for life. I don't <laughs> sty bonded for life. Huh. All right. Well, I wasn't. So I just aware wanted to give you an update. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for the update on your glands and your eye holes. No problem. <laughs> much, much appreciated. We'll all rest more comfortably tonight. Knowing that my eye holes are in the national nightmare is over. Sarah's eye hole is unclogged. Will you stop saying eye hole? Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that Amazon link. And also share our show. Share it far and wide. Share it as far as the eye can see. Be it via Twitter or Facebook. Perhaps you have a favorite episode of Fun Employment Radio. You can go right there to our website and search for that and then share it. I'm sure it's going to be this one where we speculated whether or not George Carlin had a monkey. Probably. I'm pretty sure. I still, gonna, I have this really. This is going to rocket. This is going to skyrocket to the top of the chart. This is probably our best work today that I, we've ever done. Um. I already, I did my job today. I got you real good. I feel real <sighs> confident about that. I, know. I tried to do some Donald Trump stuff. Like I was I was I was, you know, doing taking some extra steps, trying to make it extra crazy. 
I'm just trying to think of what comedian you could possibly be referring to that know. had a monkey with goggles. It was a monkey with wire rim glasses and a cigar. Monkey with, and it was a comedian that would yeah, talk and they with were the like monkey? circle. Yeah, it was like circle wire rimmed glasses, and it was a monkey with a cigar. I remember this. I have no idea who I this is. I don't know. Why do I have? Maybe it's an implanted. And George memory. Carlin. Yeah, with a monkey. No, no, I didn't say George Carlin. I said I thought it was Johnny Carson. You did say George Carlin, and then you said Johnny, Johnny Carson. Carson. Yeah, I thought Johnny Carson had a monkey. <laughs> but I was, I've been it. looking for Johnny Carson's monkey, and I, <laughs> that sounds wrong. I've been looking for it online, and I can't find it. Like, this monkey that exists in my memory is not anywhere on the internet. He had Ed McMahon, like his Did Ed McMahon have a monkey? No, Ed McMahon was the sidekick. He was a monkey? I don't think Ed McMahon had a monkey either. God damn it, where's this goddamn monkey? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. I'm just going to go over here now. Coming up later on today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, uh, The Carl Show starring Jason is also taking this week off, so, but they will be back next week. Maybe However, they just don't like us anymore. I don't know. Carl, why don't you answer answer Carl? my text, Carl? God, Carl. 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 <sighs> Carl. Carl's like Newman. Carl. Carl. <laughs> Carl's not like Newman. He's, He's not like no. <laughs> um, but, uh Greg uh, would be Newman if anybody would be Newman. <laughs> no, I've got lots of Newmans in my life, though. <laughs> Newman. Um, Carl's not one of them, though. But they're, they're taking the week off. And then, uh, however, Geek in the City will be live today awesome. at approximately 8 Geek p.m. Geek in the City. You're on the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, There's you guys. Crazy in the air. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. I didn't even talk about yesterday. We'll have to. I'll, I'll bring that back up tomorrow because. All right. So what? here's the deal. Today I'm working. I'm working my side job again today. Well, that doesn't even explain what my side job I'm doing. One of my many side jobs. This one where I'm working downtown. But well, I'm your be, first side job is selling your balls. Clearly. Right. Yeah. And then laying in bed for 70, 70 straight days. And then there's actual other ones. And then this. Then there's this one. Um, I'm going to be working uh, down by the by the art museum today. However, I'm by the park blocks, and let me just say, summertime park blocks is full of insanity, insane people. And so I will uh, I will take some notes today and let you guys know. There was one girl right, in particular that to. was quite thrilling. there was there was a girl. Oh, out was there a lady that was causing the trouble? Yeah. Well, there's a lady out there uh, that was out there yesterday that was just pacing back and forth, yelling out that she would kick anyone's ass, and nobody took her up on the offer. But she was. Very adamant that she wanted everybody to know that she would kick someone's ass. So that's uh, that's part of it. We'll see what we have. we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. You guys are fantastic. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Oh, com. Love you all. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.